Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast, the High on LAFC podcast with your favorite hosts, myself, Dylan Monroy, and my very good friend, Jorge Martinez, who you love. Say hello. Yo, what's going on? What is going on, my brother? So, welcome back, bro. How you feeling? I've been better. Oh, Oh, damn. All right. But I'm, right. I'm good. I already... Dang. dang. We'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, but you know what? Let, I, let's... I already hit your soft spot, bro. I Come mean, on, you man. You asked me how I was doing. You know, yeah. went straight into my fields. <laughs> That's true. No, I mean, in general, I've been pretty good, you know. We just got the... Those of you that are season ticket holders, we just got the, the email for the MLS pass for Apple TV. So I know. We're going to... Season ticket holders get it free. Yeah. <laughs> I paid thousands of dollars. <laughs> so, um, I hope I can watch... A all the games Seriously. so that's kind of cool that's really cool that's a new experience you know I, I think one thing that that uh, we don't really that one thing about US soccer is that there's not a lot of exposure or maybe it's not always can it's not always easy to watch a game mm-hmm. I know there's been times where we've been like scrambling to watch a game and then we're just like wait it's on ES before when it was on ESPN and it would be like this is unavailable yeah. in your area and it's just like yo and it's Dude. just What's I mean? Obviously, the world has changed to a brand new like streaming world uh-huh. platform kind of thing. It's just way different. It's, it's yeah, it's way different it's than like ten it. years ago when we would just like put it on TV and like oh it's on ESPN or whatever. So now we have to have all these streaming services and things. And now MLS has deal. joined that party. Yeah, man. And is being is going to be a part of Apple Apple Plus. Yeah, Apple Plus. Apple, Apple, Apple TV. TV. I Apple don't know TV. how it works. What is it called? A- I Apple think it's TV. Apple. It's Apple TV. Okay. Which, to be perfectly honest, bro, I don't even know how Apple TV really works because I always thought of it at first that mm-hmm. it was like like a Roku or a fi- Amazon yeah. Fire Stick, right? To have the thing and then well, you download like it. there is like a thing. That's yeah. Like an Apple TV. That's what I thought it was. Yeah. Because I remember my parents they they got Spectrum like a uh, Spectrum Internet and mobile mm-hmm. or not mobile just the internet and um one thing was that if you like if you get like the tv service you get an apple tv and then you download samsung there and then or the not samsung sorry the spectrum app there and then you can Mm -hmm. access your your spectrum your like channels and stuff but come to find out or think about it i remember when we did this i was like wait but we have a smart tv like we don't need to we can download stuff onto the TV. Yeah, and, like, and even now there's that, an Apple TV app. Yeah, so now I'm just like, wait, <laughs> what do I need the app for? But I guess yeah. through the app, you can subscribe to like HBO and other channels. So I guess it's like another Hulu in a sense. Dude, I don't, I don't even know anymore. It's I don't so even know confusing. what streaming services I'm paying for at this point. Like, my I wife you and I pay, share a couple. Yeah, <laughs> we share some. I, I, My wife pays for some like that Like we use as well too. I'm like, I, I guess, yeah. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know. Like, there's just so many, but I mean, everything's covered. <laughs> we got all the games. So. Yeah, but it, it is, uh, it is kind of like annoying in the sense that it's not all in one place. But hopefully this kind of helps, at least with the MLS, I think it's a good thing because mm. almost everyone has an iPhone. Not everyone does, and I get that. Yeah. But most people do have an iPhone. So if you have an iPhone, you do have the Apple TV well, app. That's a good thing to bring up, bro. Mm. Do you think this whole Apple TV thing is going to kind of cause friction for like those Android users? 
Because I know Ooh. the Apple TV app is available on like a smart TV, uh-huh. a Roku. I actually, I don't know if it's available on a Roku. Well, I or think, like an Xbox. I think it, it you know, is. or like a PlayStation. I don't know because like my we have we both have Samsung TVs, right? Yeah, and we both have the capability to have Apple TV on it. So that would then Samsung would be Google Play, right? The Google Play Store, right? So I guess it is available on the Android. Yeah, they, they would. It would have to be, and because like Apple would be shooting themselves in the foot, they'd be right? leaving a whole thing of like people. But I guess you know now that we've spoken about it out loud, I kind of understand how Apple TV works. I just had to like question yeah. myself. I, yeah. I guess it's just like kind of like Hulu, Hulu and Roku combined yeah. in a way. It's, so I mean, it's pretty cool. So if you if you have an iPhone and you have you know obviously you can get Apple TV, or mm-hmm. I guess on your phone you can get Apple TV now. And if you're a season ticket holder, you just you can subscribe to MLS, whatever it is, mm-hmm. and you can watch all the games, which is honestly pretty sick. Because I remember last season, I remember telling you last season, I'm it like, was difficult to watch some of the games. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, the as the last with the time that's gone on since I've been you know going to the LAFC games, this is the first one. I've been becoming more and more invested in the league in general, and I'll mm-hmm. catch myself random watch watching random games. Like I will catch myself like. Like, I was having this conversation with someone today, and I was like, yeah, you know, primarily, if I'm not, I'll watch my team, like, in Europe when I'm watching the Europeans, like, on the weekends, right? Yeah. Like, I watch my team, and then I watch all the other EPL games. But to be perfectly honest, Serie A, La Liga, and everything, I kind of only watch the big teams or the teams yeah. that I kind of, like, follow. Like, for me, like, I like Roma and stuff. So, and I won't necessarily watch all their games either. Mm-hmm. So, it's just kind of like, you know... It, it, I forgot where I was going with this. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Well, but your involvement in the it's, yeah, it's my MLS. involvement. Like, okay, yeah, here's what I was trying to get at. But I'll be able to watch those games. But you know, with MLS, like, I feel more. I guess the reason for me not being able to watch like all the La Liga games, all the Serie A games, mm-hmm. especially the Lyon games, like, I it, I have to force myself sometimes to watch PSG. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but, I know they have Messi and Mbappe and Neymar, but uh, like, it's just not the same. I just can't watch it. Yeah, and there's, you know what? I think it's the sort of connection. So with the MLS, there's more of a personal connection there for me because I I do go to the games, I support the league, Mm -hmm. and, you know, like, there are players. I I do, I think also because of the fact that one of our favorite teams, if not our favorite teams, is in the MLS, Mm -hmm. we're we're more invested in other teams because we want to know how they're doing. Right. We want to know what we're up against. What we're up against, like, who are the players, how do they play, Mm -hmm. you know, how does their style go go with ours, you know. Exactly. So, I mean, I've I've been a little bit slower than you have, definitely on MLS, like, Uh teams overall in general. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like now with the season pass, everything is available. It's so, it'll make it easier. Plus, they play in the afternoons after European games. Dude, perfect. So, it's like, fuck it, got nothing to do. I like to call it Soccer Saturday or Soccer Sunday. My wife, not a fan of it. <laughs> she's happy. She that's what she likes about like the European stuff. Oh, that's early in the morning. Like, it's early. You know, by the time she's waking up, if anything, I'm watching like Barcelona play because they'll play like you know like, like one or one whatever. or some shit. Yeah. You know, but like for the most part, she's just like, damn, like Soccer Sunday again. <laughs> Yesterday was Soccer Saturday. What the hell? It's always <laughs> soccer. Sunday, it Saturday, soccer week. It, soccer week, it, bro. It, soccer it doesn't. It life. never. It never changes. But I mean, so. But it is cool. Like you know, and that, that's one thing I've I like because there's a lot of the times with the MLS schedule, bro. It's it's hectic. There's a mm-hmm. lot of games. There's a lot of teams. Thirty teams. Thirty one you know, teams. Yeah, now, right? man. So there's yeah. I believe you're right. 
right? I, I no, think so. Or right? is it twenty nine? Am I think? I think. No, I think we're. Oh no, my no. gosh! Let's, let's I know check. St. Look, St. Louis will be debuting this mm-hmm. season, so I know it's more. Teams are there? Twenty twenty three. There will be twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine. Right. Yeah, uh, fair amount. Yeah, there will be more teams added in the future. But um, yeah. So MLS going to be a part of Apple TV, Apple Plus, whatever you want to call it. But you know something else that I found interesting um, is that they're also going to include like mls next pro and that kind of stuff too that's really cool and you know i mean obviously it's going to be a bit rough kind of game you know with players not as advanced as like the pro level right but you know as an lafc fan this being an lafc podcast there have been there has been an announcement that there's going to be an lafc (laughs) 2 let's go so i mean and from our perspective, if you didn't know, we live outside of Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we live in the, in the Orange burbs. County. Yeah, we live, in, <laughs> we live in the suburbs. We live in the burbs. Yeah, but <laughs> the I mean, suburbs. I didn't choose. Where I didn't I choose to live, the suburb okay? life, right? All right? Suburb life chose me. It's just how it worked out. But it just so happens that we will be having LAFC 2 play at Cal State Fullerton. Our alma mater. Our alma mater. <laughs> we say it because. We went Never there. mind. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's our alma mater. We had a brief stint. <laughs> we had a brief stint at Cal State Fullerton, yes. Yeah. And uh, it's cool because, I mean, they're going to be playing games at Cal State Fullerton Stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, myself and Jorge, you know, we occasionally like to hang out and uh, That's a- go eat. And, well, why not go catch uh, LAFC mm-hmm. 2 game probably for a dollar, if not free? Dude, because imag- I'd imagine that a lot of these players are going to be somewhere... <sighs> Like on the well, they're gonna be. It's like a younger squad. It's right? a younger it's squad. Okay, so. Yeah. But still, you know, these are players that we're gonna possibly see within mm-hmm. the next five years with the first team. I think it's really cool, and I think it's really cool for them that they have this like that streaming platform available because it gives them more. It gives. Uh, more people exposure to them so they're kind of already getting you set sort of like all eyes on them sort yeah. of uh, like lifestyle I guess you can say at least while you're as while you're playing and stuff well I will say this is that while we benefit and we certainly have no complaints I do understand why other fans might be somewhat upset that the fact that they're coming all the way out here to be honest I, I would have thought that they would have mm-hmm. played in like at East LA, at the uh, at Cal State LA. Right, I would have thought they would have because that's I believe that's the where training the training facility. center, training so, facilities yeah. there. But um, maybe uh, I know, planning, logistics, whatever. I know it may there's be. a. I think yeah. it's a NIPSL team uh, that uh-huh. plays out there. So there's like there mm. there is like a another semi pro team in LA. Um, I forgot what it's called. Uh, but they so maybe that could be a possible reason why because there's you know here within if you guys have ever done some digging on the football pyramid here in the US it's pretty like I don't think people understand it's pretty deep (laughs) like there's there's a lot like a lot of leagues like up in like there's like leagues that are involved in the football pyramid that even uh, you and I can get involved with like I I know when we had a buddy that was on the this was during COVID and things didn't pan out and you know obviously Mm -hmm. like we're Things really did not pan out for you and I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, health-wise, in terms health-wise of like injuries. injuries. Yeah. Um, 
But like we, that was an opportunity. He was making a team that would have competed in like one of those like the NIPSL or those like like those, the semi-pro kind yeah. of leagues. So yeah. I know there's a team out there, and maybe and I think they do play like at Cal State. So maybe that could have been the reason why. Which I understand, like you said, like the logistics and organizing everything. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure the MLS MLS Next Pro teams are gonna play just as many games as maybe not as many games as like the first team plays yeah but like i could imagine there's that many teams you know and then and if anything i remember about youth soccer is that there's games like more like more often than not like they're mm-hmm. playing multiple games a weekend i yeah i would say you know you and i are soccer fans we want the game to get bigger mm-hmm. here in the united states above all else you know above all else yeah LAFCs are our main priority here in the United States, but just seeing all these kind of MLS pro teams and kind of like spring up from uh-huh. the big clubs and kind of, sh- you know, with the pyramid that you just mentioned, USL teams as well. Mm-hmm. Like, this is only growing the culture it's growing here the culture and the in game. the United States, and, you know, hopefully one day it'll be similar to the level of that of like in Germany with Bundesliga 3, 4 or whatever mm-hmm. and same in England with like the, the championship, championship League 1, League 2. Dude, I mean you go to some of these like I mean I wouldn't know if there have been <laughs> I guess um, but I just from what I've seen on TV but you look at some of these like League 1 teams and like their stadiums and, and they're they're full people go like people yeah. go and support their teams a lot of these teams have history they've been up and down the whole like pyramid right you know for example a team that a lot of people are, a lot of you are probably familiar with like Wrexham you know they I think they they were as far as a championship now they're mm-hmm. non-league in the fourth tier and they're waking their way up but it's just cool seeing just the the different interactions between the different leagues and seeing that there are people there that are are interested and are vested. We've been to a few OCSC games. The, the uh, oh, they're fantastic. If it's you can amazing. Get out to one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, I would still say that the the U.S. soccer has a lot to go to reach the heights that like oh, English soccer is or European soccer is because they're like they're you go down, you drop divisions, and like the stadiums are still pretty like pretty big they're yeah, like pretty top tier like yeah. there could still be like this could be like a third division team but it might have like a twenty thousand seat stadium maybe they were in this championship and they dropped down mm-hmm. or something like that but the thing is like they they get numbers like people there's there's more definitely more of a you know emotional connection i would say there because a lot of these teams have been are deeply rooted in the cities that they are whereas here you know like we for the longest time felt lost until LAFC yeah. came around yeah but, definitely again like you said this is this is exciting you know the league the league the, the soccer in the US is growing in many different aspects I really feel like like you said like the MLS Next Pro is only going to help it and just hopefully it can help like streamline players into going pro and stuff you know so mm-hmm. we'll see what happens with college soccer but I think that's kind of slowly yeah, drifting off college soccer is slowly dissipating into the <clears throat> abyss of u.s soccer yeah overall. i mean i think it'll still always be around because it, americans love their draft right but but i feel like it'll be one of the lower options yeah. for some like players pe- teams perhaps. probably won't be trading first pick yeah like willy-nilly or so like oh this is gonna help me so much like maybe if anything it might be just like a bargaining chip like sure, right here but go. i mean in the end like Corey and i mm-hmm. want in general u.s soccer to be better so yeah yeah so this is this is how it's going so i'm happy that it's here and i'm happy that we're going to be able to watch everything on um, on the on apple tv it's starting to make it convenient yeah it makes it super convenient be, to watch lafc which their season is coming up i'm excited bro. in like a few weeks i'm excited but i'm 
but I'm not. Right. And I was actually getting to that because this is probably the reason why Jorge's mood is slightly yeah. down. And The whole I, Apple TV and MLS Pro thing kind of picked me up a little. <laughs> not enough. Not enough. Not enough because, guys, you know, as LAFC fans, we have to make some moves. Some big players have to move on. Yeah, and we unfortunately. have just lost one of our best additions to the team and like the history of the club mm-hmm. and that is Chicho Arango who is looking like he's going to move to Liga MX and Pachuca for I believe it was five. Six, six, five, six million? Five million, Was I it believe. five million Which is dollars? a little, you know, heartbreaking just because there was an offer that came in from like Saudi Arabia for mm-hmm. Chicho and I think they offered like four as well, four mm-hmm. or five and LASC came back and said we'll only let him go for six and a half. So I was hoping, I mean, obviously I'm sure that's what they said and then negotiations panned out a certain way, but I do right. understand and I do know that Chicho was looking. We remember we were talking yeah. about this a little bit last week and, you know, we're, I think we talked about it mainly off air, but we were talking about how there's a lot of moving parts into possibly why LASC hadn't signed any players and a lot of, like, you know, with the whole U22 initiative, the young DP spot. And another thing was... Chicho wanted a new contract, but I mean, here's the thing with with the MLS, there's only so far, so much you can offer mm-hmm. without having to give him a DP contract. And I think that's what they were trying to avoid. Right. And <clears throat> I, from what I understood, from what I read, and I truly believe this, I, Chicho's never showed us otherwise, but he looked like he was more than happy to live out his days here, play, playing here. <clears throat> but it just came down to getting a bigger contract and you know what I, I can't fault him because he definitely earned it and at the mm-hmm. end of the day like you gotta th- put yourself and your family first and you know a lot of these players like they come from from South America mm-hmm. this is an opportunity for them and I I can never 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 fault a man for getting the bag for his family you know yeah well if you think about it you know Chicho came from a Colombian team which mm-hmm. you know does not necessarily pay in the millions uh-huh. and then he comes to LAFC making I believe less than a million uh-huh. you know and he comes in mid-season tears score, it tears it up from the very beginning probably saves us or almost gets us into the playoffs he in his first did. season I'll never forget that one Houston game yeah or, or he, he alone was carrying us because at that time Carlos Vela was, was injured, injured and we really injury. didn't have anything going forward and then the second season Chicho once again I believe he was one of the top five if not six goal scorers mm-hmm. in the league mm-hmm. and, uh, and and he won a championship he was part of that yeah. team I mean there's a the stat that I saw was that only one other player since his arrival to the MLS since Chicho arrived to the MLS mm-hmm. there's only one other player who scored more Hani Mukhtar and Hani yeah, Mukhtar, Hani Mukhtar was, just won MVP. Yeah, not this season, but the season before. So, just as it goes to show the conversation of players that Chicho is involved in, the, the same breath as the MVP. Mm-hmm. Sure, he didn't get the MVP or the Golden Boot, but I bet you every single team in the MLS are would be salivating at the opportunity or the mm-hmm. chance to have him up top, just because of his work rates. Like I, he really was a a mobile sort of like. I don't want to call him a fox in the box because I think he's so much more than he's not a poacher for sure, but he just he just had that that sniff that smell of right. the goal. He could just sniff it out. He could find. I can't think of how many times like he scored a goal from like what seemed like a tight angle or it was like there was an opportunity for a shot and he didn't even think about it. He just took well, it. One big goal 
in the playoffs against the Galaxy. Oh, a huge goal. If he didn't react as quickly as he did, yeah, we would not be moving on in that round. Exactly. We would have gone, I believe, to overtime. Or, you just never know what happens. Yeah, I mean, just, I'm glad I, I, I would have backed my team then. I still back them now. But, again, if you can kill the game the game right and that's what yeah. he did like he helped us do that and he gave us that opportunity and i just i'm really <clears throat> i'm not disappointed in him and you know i and i won't even say i'm disappointed in like the front office just because they're kind of like their hands were kind right. of held tight and you know tied and like here they are at the end of the transfer and it's like oh shoot but now like well look man Respect to Chicho. He's moving on to Pachuca. You know, I hope he does well in Liga Mekis. You know, I'm sure he'll do fine, and it's gonna does he's gonna earn a fat wage that he deserves. He deserves it, 100. But where I will give some grief to the front office is allowing this to happen. That's true. At the very end of a transfer window. Mm-hmm. A few weeks before the season. Yeah, this is really like tough. I, I think one thing you mentioned last, you said this last week. I remember mm-hmm. you said it, you're like, we still need a, a nine. Like it's like we need like a ni- another nine, and we're not talking about like a winger that can play center forward or striker. Mm-hmm. Like someone like Chicho, who's just a nine. Because yep. now, if you look at our forward line, we have a lot of these striker winger sort of options, but all of them are really, really like. They're best on the wing. They're like, best on the wing. Like the only person you are I, not going to play Carlos Vela at striker. No. And if we go into this season playing mm-hmm. Carlos Vela at striker, I think we're going to have ass, problems. Yeah, I think. Um, so who do you think will would like? You know, well, take okay. that spot. At this point in time, I'm hoping somebody comes in. Whether it's that young DP spot that we've mentioned before, uh, under 22. I don't know who that could be, but. Like at this point, as if I'm looking at it from a coaching perspective, I'm looking from Chirundolo's perspective. I I wouldn't want to put Carlos Vela as yeah. a center forward, false nine kind of guy, but I would try to find a way to put him at center forward just because he is good at distributing the ball. Maybe and with Bowanga making mm-hmm. good cuts and runs, and also with Opoku or probably Biuk, Biuk yeah, that's uh, perhaps like. I don't know how good this BU kid would be at striker. Uh-huh. He is mostly touted as a as a winger. Right. He's very young, so I'm sure he he's, could still develop into a striker. And, you know, he but, very well could. But but know. that's what we, right now, like if we're just looking at it, it's just like dang, we don't have like a we don't have any number nine. Yeah. Like any natural striker, we don't have one. Mm-mm. Not one guy. No, I agree that we'll probably have some sort of like. Like, yes, maybe this guy mm-hmm. will start in that position. Like, maybe we could start with, like, Buanga in the center, Opoko on, on the side, mm-hmm. and then those two kind of, like, kind of interchange as well as, like, Vela kind of drifts in the middle. Yeah. And then maybe Opoku could slide his way over to the other side or something, or Buanga, and then they kind of just, you I know, mean, MSN type vibes. Exactly. <laughs> well, MSN, MSN has Suarez, who was the number nine. That's true, though. He was, he was a nine, and he was... A very good number nine. See, we could have had Suarez. Yeah, I know. That's the El bummer. Tigre. Dude, Falcao would have been... I, would I don't hear the sign with anyone, right? I think that he never signed he with never Cruz Azul. He never signed with Cruz Azul? I don't think so. No. No. <laughs> I don't Dude. know. Nah, but he'll make a lot more money anywhere else besides yeah, us. Like, we won't name. offer him a DP contract at his age. No. Colombian for Colombian, though. 
That would, that mean, would be kind of cool. I would take El Tigre. I would take El Tigre. But uh, if we're not, talking about Rad- Radmael Falcao. Falcao, yeah, yeah. Radmael Falcao. If not, dude, <clears throat> I mean, I'm only... I, I remember we talked about this, but we're just like, it's not going to happen because... See, the thing is that we've talked about, like, oh, who would be good, like, you know? But at the same time, it's like, well, we have Chicho. We don't need anyone. Yeah. Now we do. But hey, you know, maybe we go after someone like... Oh... Like, well, first I was going to say, like, Edinson Cavani, right? I know uh-huh. he just signed with Valencia. I don't know what his, his contract is, how long he's going to be there and stuff. But there's uh-huh. also, you know, man, I know you're not going to like this one, Raul Jimenez. You know what? You know what? Do you, I do you want look, it? I was over here looking at you, and I'm like, this fool's going to say Raul Jimenez. <laughs> I knew it. And I'm like, dude, this guy hasn't scored. He, he forgot how to play the game but after he his head injury. Look, man, I mean, in the MLS, it's physical and stuff. Like, I don't know if I'd really want yeah. that. But. I mean, he's doing it. He's he's trying in the EPL. So he's trying. We'll Look, okay, I wouldn't be the worst option in the world. But it would it, certainly better would not. than having nothing that we do right yeah. now. Uh, but definitely not my particular favorite uh-huh. option. But you know that is a concern moving into this season, whether we're trying to repeat or not. Uh-huh. Um, but honestly, right now as it stands. I feel really. I just feel like Chicho was a huge part of oh, yeah. why we, we we got there. Because I mean, what did he have like a nine game scoring streak? He he was like he was insane. He, he was, was all over the pitch. Like up. like to me, Chicho is gonna be severely missed. missed. Oh yeah, there's like, no doubt about it. And one thing I have critiqued Trundle in the past is maybe his tactical ability. Uh, I mean, no, I know we won the championship and everything, <clears throat> but I just feel like Bob Bradley set him the mold, and he followed it, and he kept going with it. Mm-hmm. Now, I feel like he's going to be up for the challenge for a strikerless yeah. LAFC squad. I mean, as it's looking right now. As it's looking right now. But only teams that have succeeded without a natural striker are teams like Manchester City last year. And that's incredibly difficult to achieve. Dude, but when Manchester... <laughs> remember, going into the season, everyone said, oh, Manchester City is done because they didn't replace Aguero. That season, they were able to adapt and do it. Spain has done it too in the past. Not always effective. But that sort of style where you play with like a false nine, it's very... It's not easy. It's very complex because mm-hmm. you really need to have... A, all the players need to have a very good understanding of their roles and what they need to do in order for it to work. Yeah. And I'm not saying our players can do it, but it's just like City did that and they did it and it worked well for them. Um, and they are the highest of levels of, it, of exactly of like competition We're, with arguably the best coach in the world. I mean, you're talking about a team with like Bernardo Silva. That's when Jao Cancelo... I mean, they didn't need a striker. Jao Cancelo was like... Like an extra winger, like an extra winger, you know, he was like he was an extra winger who would make inverted runs inside mm-hmm. towards the towards the midfield. So, it's just they they had the capacity, uh, you know, the uncertain play style to to kind of go around that and, and make that work. But I don't know if we can necessarily do that because it's just a huge ask on everyone. It'd be asking everyone to step up a lot, you know, which I'm sure they will. But it, it, I just really feel like we need to have a. A striker, a option. natural a finisher. Natural, yeah, a natural finisher. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe Buanga will kind of like relish that opportunity, and maybe he they can see him, and that that's maybe one reason why they said, you know what, we can afford to let him go because we got Buanga. We already pick up Buick because we were kind of saying like, oh, what about a Poku? When's he gonna play? And maybe this is the opportunity for him to, to really get that that yeah. playing sort of um opportunity because I know a lot of people came in and made offers for him here within the league and. 
rightly so. I mean, he was a bright he spot. Is, yeah. And not even a starter, but he played every single game. Definitely, yeah. Definitely, definitely concern moving forward with a couple weeks to go to the to go in the season. But um, you know, I'm hopeful. This is my team. This is the team we all love. For listening to this, LAFC, and uh, we're trying to repeat. I would just, I would have liked more proactiveness. Yeah, on I, front it office. Kind of same like, like always. Yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, LAFC. At least, not all the teams in the MLS. I do feel like a lot of teams in the MLS kind of follow this model. They're very, they keep the doors shut. Like, and mm-hmm. like they not like there's not a lot of rumors. Like they, you know, maybe like, it is an LAFC thing, because when I try to look up stuff like all the time, like it's 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 not like a bunch of things are coming. I'm getting a mm-hmm. bunch of hits. Like it's just a few things here and there. So they do a good job of keeping things like a tight lid on stuff like for example mm-hmm. the whole bail and killing thing we didn't know that until like it actually like happened you know and it came mm-hmm. into fruition like we didn't realize you know there was uh, gonna be that big of a of a signing like we had completely were blindsided right really, right so I can see that kind of sort of happening now where we're kind of blindsided now that's what I'd be I'd be, I'd be so hopeful, hopeful <laughs> it's wishful for. thinking yeah. right it's definitely wishful thinking so we'll see I mean mm-hmm. I'd like to think so I'd like to think that there's some sort of because I'm sure this isn't it wasn't like LAFC realized like oh that's that's it like our, our dudes are gone like mm-hmm. you know like I'm sure they kind of saw this coming because there were offers from within I believe there were offers from within the MLS for Chicho and for mm-hmm. sure outside with um, with Saudi Arabia and obviously as we can see now Liga Mickey so if Pachuca was after him I'm sure they weren't the only team so yeah. I'd like Let's to think let just call Henry Martin from dude, America dude at this point like we dude. just need somebody and he's heating up out there too I yeah. think he's got he's got quite a few goals in the last few games as well you know what Andre Martin I think would be a good fit actually I think it would be a great fit he would be a great I fit I think you're 100% correct yeah he would be See, and I mean, that's an we, option we've wiped our ass with America in the past so yeah. he wants to come to daddy you're more than yeah. welcome to come here Andre Martin we do need another another number 9 and it would be cool to have another Mexican team on the team yeah man you know I would have thought by now like uh-huh. after so many years having such a strong like we have a Latino culture uh-huh. in, in Los Angeles in general but Mexican is the prominent uh-huh. you know Latino here in LA and I just feel like we've only had one yeah I would have thought we would have had more I mean it's all good you know like yeah. It's not that the the, the other like uh, Latino players are bad or anything. They're definitely not. I love them all. Right. It's but just, I just would like, dang, like, so far it's only been Carlos. Like, we've had a few Uruguayans, a few Colombians, mm-hmm. a few Ecuadorians. Those seem to be our our, yeah, our area. I, Actually, that's I pretty much it. I have nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I I think that's super cool. Yeah, of course. So it's does been, anyone have Diego Rossi's number? Dude, maybe I know, he wants to come like, from Turkey and just. Are you over it? Yeah. Are you already come home. <laughs> are you getting homesick? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean LA, not 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 Peñarol, you know. Yeah. But, but come home. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's yeah, man. It's it's heartbreaking, but you know, respect to Chicho. I, I like I said, it's wishful thinking from the for me on my end from the front office. Mm-hmm. I do agree. Yeah, they do deserve some grief if like they're not giving us like or anyone, not, anyone, but. I'd like to think that they have some sort of plan, right? I, I from what John right. Thornton has showed us over the oh like, no yeah look is that he's he's got his ducks in you know, order. yeah he has he has surprised us and with great moves so I have to give him the benefit of the doubt 
in in hope that he does have a plan and and you know I want to repeat I know all of us want to repeat it's a hard thing to do in any sport but I think it's possible but we just need that that one player I, I would like a midfielder personally as well I think so too and but now yeah now it seems like well it seems like Sif was staying I look at a, apparently he's it looks like he's staying especially after the European window closed mm-hmm. uh, yesterday yeah and then you see well I think a huge part of that was like the Caicedo yeah, thing he did not going move. through um, but yeah because he also uh, he was released in a in a promo video from LFC not too long ago where they're debuting showing the new shirt and he okay. goes and he like you know he kind of like rubs the the, the crest, crest you know yeah. like because that's where the star is like you know brushes it off like the dust because this is like number one because we are yeah. uh, so if he's if they're going to that length to mm-hmm. include him into that sort of like they're putting him in the new jersey with the star right you know I kind of felt like okay he's staying he's staying I, when I saw that I was like he's staying he wouldn't he wouldn't be in that ad with that jersey with that star and I think he was the first he was the first cutscene or you know first player so I'd like to think again like you said the European transfer window is done so if he's not going there there's no other place to be yeah, really in there, reality I think uh, we should look out for the summer for Sifu but mm-hmm. that's true we got which might be worse yeah but <laughs> one other thing we don't only have the MLS season coming up uh-huh. we have CONCACAF Champions League as well mm-hmm. so not having true. Chicho I think is also going to set us back and he went that. to a direct competitor right in Pachuca. the Champions League and, and Pachuca, we're going to well I don't think Pachuca plays uh LAFC in the, like the MLS MLS uh, the, 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 the League's Cup yeah. yeah no oh but that would be crazy I know Pachuca in the Champions League like us has like a bye to like this because mm-hmm. they just won their respectively the Liga Mekis so I mean at least he's going from like a champion to a champion you know which right. I think he deserves he's not going like I think that's why he may be considered like, it's it. like okay you know I'll get more paid get mm-hmm. paid and if you're not yeah. familiar I mean still like Mexico within Latin America is still like a popular like landing spot or destination oh, yeah. for Latin American players because it's for some odd reason don't ask me how there seems to be uh, an abundant source of uh, abundant source of money in Mexican soccer where it's going where it's coming from we really don't know but they have it <laughs> You do Jorge, what you want with that information. Jorge bringing up Mexican soccer conspiracy <laughs> theories. I love it. We know we know the owners are, are TV companies. Where do they get their money? Jorge backs away. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well guys, uh, you know, it's going to be a short episode compared to normal episodes, you know. Yeah, this mainly to do with the fact that we're really sad. Yeah, we're bummed out about Chicho and... Uh, we just hope that there is some sort of addition mm-hmm. relatively quick because we got a season coming up. We got a game against Galaxy coming up. Dude, that's how we're starting. And we're already, yeah. I mean, Chicho was their daddy. Yeah, he was. And now, now apparently Galaxy transferred a defender to Barcelona. Oh, but he's going to Barca B. Yeah, but he's That's being. So good. Yeah, but he's being brought up to this first team mm-hmm. through a loophole. Well, <laughs> is he really? Is he? Yeah. Damn, what does that mean for our boy Dust? 
He gone. If he, he wasn't gone. already gone, he gone. He, he gone. gone. He gone, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good, good for Julian Araujo. Good. and Super good for LAFC because... Heli Galaxy, I mean, it was not looking good for you. And you just let go of one of them. Not let go. And to be fair, I will say this. I respect Galaxy in the fact that they did let him go. Yeah. Because this is an opportunity he will not always have. And as we've seen within the U.S., if if you're not making that jump to Europe early on, unfortunately... You're going to be left behind. You will get left behind. And there's a lot of players within this league that I truly think deserved an opportunity but because of logistics politics for whatever reason um they they don't go and you know it it sucks so props to Julian Araujo respect to Galaxy in that aspect but now their squad is like dwindling I can't wait I know it's gonna be fun it's gonna be a feast (laughs) and with that information we say goodbye and see you guys next time later Gators